We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into week six of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. I'm Neil McCready. That's Greg Jones with the uh, LB's Meat Market. We're going to talk about LB's here in just a minute. Campbell McCready of Zen Studios in Enemy Territory, Fayetteville, Arkansas this week. Um, she's got a busy week. Got Kyo Initiation Week. She's got a big exam. And what do you, what's your exam in this week? Marketing research. Marketing research exam. So we got, we got stuff going on. It's a busy week, so uh, we're starting a little bit early here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Thanks to all of you for making us a part of your week. Our numbers are really good, uh, even on the on the podcast side, just the audio side. So thanks for making us a part of your week, and I uh, hope you are, if you're hearing this while you're traveling up to Oxford, hope you travel safely and have a great weekend here in uh, lovely Oxpatch. Um, all right, before we get rolling, let's talk about LBs, Greg, because you and I were talking before Campbell got on. I'm um, I'm beginning to feel like I hate to use this word because I want to be humble, but I'm beginning to feel like I'm mastering the art of uh, smoking wings from LB's meat market to the point where I'm getting kind of cocky about it. Uh, Carson said they were the best he'd ever had. Carson is is a, a wing aficionado at this point. He eats about two dozen at a time. Campbell was in town. She had some of the wings. I'll let her comment on them. But they were so good. <laughs> I'm I'm a major fan. So Greg tried. Greg said when I went in, he said you got to try these with the uh, garlic and the Hoover sauce. And I said, you know what? At this point, I just trust you. And um, I did. All I did was I put them on a sheet tray. I added just a little bit of fresh salt, a little bit of pepper, not much, just a little bit. Got the uh, did the offset on the big green egg so that it wasn't getting the direct heat where they'd get scorched. And um, got it to about I don't know. I'm not scientific about this stuff, 375, 400. And I just put them on a little bit at a time, just turn them a couple of times, took them off, let them rest, finish them in an air fryer. Fantastic. Highly recommend that you do the same after I get mine. Yeah, I mean, that air fryer at the end always is just the kind of like the cherry on top. It crisp, it, you know, gives it that good crispness on the wings that, you know, the wings deserve. So, uh, yeah, you, uh, it sounds like you got it mastered. And, uh, of course, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, I like them doing this way. Well, this is how Neil likes to do them. And yeah. they're just, you know, uh, it's a family recommended. Here's the thing. You want to do wings a different way? Man, go for it. Do wings a different way. The key thing, the key thing here is – I highly recommend getting the wings from LBs. They're, they're bigger. 
they just have more meat to them. They, uh, they have more substance. They, they cook more consistently. Um, that's the big thing. You want to fry them? Hey, fry them. Uh, you want to, you want to grill them, grill them. You want to smoke them differently than the way I smoke them? Go for it. But I'm, the key thing is the ingredient is uh, get it at LB's. Greg's going to be trying, uh, what did you say? Oxtail, kind of a Jamaican jerk flavor. A little yeah, it's a Jamaican uh, uh, oxtail seasoning. It's got a, uh, got a Jamaican uh, jerk seasoning to it. And then we're going to do a garlic Parmesan also. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of awkward. I, I think I've eaten wings every day this week, and it's just because I love wings, you know. And uh, so everybody's like, you know, asking me if we're going to bring back the plate, plate lunches. And I'm like, man, we just need to start doing wings, you know. So uh, I love but no, uh, big wing fans around here. If you told me I had one week left to live, I would probably wings, – wings would be on the menu four or five times that, that week, which would be a really depressing way to, like, live the last week of your life. I wouldn't want to know this was the last week, but if I did, I'd go heavy on wings. All right, uh, speaking of going heavy, Campbell – you got to figure something out. You are, it, it, this is, this is a disaster this year. I don't know what's happening. I don't either. Well, I mean, I, I know what's happening. <laughs> Losses. Uh, Vegas is on to her, uh, on to her uh, way she handicaps. Games. Yeah. I need, I need to find new, new ways to pick other than family and college tours. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, Greg is Greg went four and four last week. It was a tough week of games. Greg, Greg got, uh, Tennessee right. He got uh, South Carolina right. He got Kentucky over Florida right. And he, cut, he got UConn uh, covering against Vandy. Campbell, you got South Carolina right. The Gamecocks were good. <laughs> Every everybody else let you down. Campbell went one and seven for the week. Um, Greg now thirty two and fourteen, which is a very solid mark. Uh, Campbell is twenty two and twenty four right now, running from the uh, the bookie. So uh, this is this is a week for uh, this is a week, Campbell. Where you, you're going to have to see if you can make up some ground. We've got a yeah, new mixtape. We need a new mixtape. New mixtape. Got a full slate of games. I even added a couple of games uh, to to kind of give you an opportunity. You know, a little family advantage here. I mean, Greg's my guy, but I mean, I've no, I've known you since you were minutes old. So it it feels like I should try to help you a little bit here and there. So uh, here we go. Now right, before we do that. Real quick, Greg, uh, it's, a, it's a home weekend. It's an early game, 11 a.m., so people are going to be in the Grove. At- yeah, so we're going to be closed. On, on 11 o'clock games, we close and open up at 2 o'clock. Uh, so uh, that way all the people uh, that like to leave at halftime can come straight to LBs and, you know, have some stuff ready for a throw on the grill. But uh, we, uh, you know, uh, the Saturdays, you know, we split them up. So if it's a night game, 11 to 3. If it's a morning game, we do 2 to 6. So we'll be 2 to 6 on Saturday, 1 to 6 on Sunday. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's hard hard to be open when the Rebs game's on, you know. And uh, we were open you know, last Saturday and uh, it was kind of, I mean, it wasn't nice, but we had probably five people come in the door while the Ole Miss game was on. So it's just like we could have been closed, but it's just better to stay open, you know, because whenever the game's not in Oxford. So kind of sticking to that rule. Open all day Friday, right? People come in and town. Open all day Friday, yeah. Uh, we've got some people that are already called in orders for some lane trains and mushrooms and everything like that. So, yeah, it's uh, hopefully it's going to be a big weekend. Um, I just, you know, uh, it would have been better if we would have won last weekend, but you know, Alabama's on another level, so we can't can't uh, can't get us get get them to, uh, get us down about things. All right, here we go. This it will be an SEC game here in the next couple of years. <laughs> Today, it's a this Saturday, it's a Big Twelve game. But I felt it was fitting that we 
honor Texas and Oklahoma since they're joining uh, the big boys here in a couple of years. Oklahoma and Texas meeting at the Cotton Bowl there in uh, downtown Dallas. This game can be seen on ABC at 11 a.m. Oklahoma is a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Longhorns, Greg. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take Oklahoma. Uh, I, I don't I don't like either one of them. Um, honestly, I'll probably really not like them when they join the SEC, so uh, it kind of works out with, uh, with that situation. I, I guess I'll just take Oklahoma. I mean, you know, uh, Texas did. Look good coming back uh, the other day, but I think they played Kansas. Or somebody Kansas, terrible? It was Kansas State. Who oh, okay. Isn't terrible. Yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, I'm just going to go with Oklahoma. Uh, maybe Spencer Rattler is uh, is is going to push for a Heisman uh, uh, candidacy or whatever. I don't even know. Was it was it Kansas State or TCU? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. All those Big Twelve teams are the Probably same. Kansas State. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right, uh, Campbell, he's taking Oklahoma and laying the three-and-a-half points. What do you think? Um, well, I know that Texas has played well since losing to us, and I never pick Oklahoma because I didn't like their college tour. But that hasn't been working for me. So uh, I'll go as Texas for this one just, you know, <laughs> why not? All right, Campbell says horns up against the uh, against the Sooners. They have played a lot better since that loss in Fayetteville, so this will be an interesting game. We'll save the uh, Ole Miss-Arkansas game for the end. It's an 11 a.m. game, but there's another 11 a.m., a couple other 11 a.m. games to talk about. South Carolina is at Tennessee. This game is at 11 a.m. Central Time, noon there in Knoxville. You can see it on ESPN2, the Gamecocks, Campbell are a 10-point underdog against the suddenly red-hot Tennessee Volunteers? Well, I'm trying to, you know, think more, think a little differently this week because I'm losing, and usually I pick South Carolina, but I'll go with Tennessee this week just to maybe catch up. All right, Greg, she's going to lay 10 points there in Knoxville against the Gamecocks. What do you think? I'm going to go with Tennessee, too. She never picks Tennessee, and I think, you know, she might be uh, on to something here. So, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to follow in suit. I like Tennessee. All right. Yet another 11 a.m. with four 11 a.m. games this week. 11 a.m. game. Vanderbilt, fresh off a big win over UConn, heads to uh, Gainesville, Florida. The Gators uh, kind of licking their wounds a little bit after losing in Lexington last week. This is a, a noon central 11 a.m. Uh, game. On SEC Network, the Commodores, Greg, are getting 39 points. Man, I mean, that's a lot of points. And Florida hadn't been playing – well, I wouldn't say Florida hadn't been playing good. They've just played two really good teams. I mean, that can – it seemed like the stars and the moon were aligned for Kentucky finally to, to win that game, a block field goal, return for touchdown, and – uh, whenever that went down, I was like, I think Kentucky's about to win this game. And uh, sure enough, they end up winning the game. So, I, you know, as bad as Vanderbilt is, I just can see maybe 55 to 10 maybe. But, man, I just feel like Vanderbilt's going to show a lot of character this week. And uh, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt and the points. All right, Campbell. He's going to take Vanderbilt and his 39 points. Is 39 points too rich for your blood here? You know what this means, oh. right? So if you bet on Florida, Florida yes. has to win by. Hey, I've, I've learned something in the past year of doing this. All right. But um, 
I was going to pick Vanderbilt, but then he's, or I was going to pick Florida and then he picked Vanderbilt and now I'm questioning myself, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I'll go with Florida. Just, you know, maybe over 39. And it, it could happen. I mean, Greg's right. 55 to 10 could easily yeah. happen. And that would 45 be, to nothing. Yeah. 40, 42 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe Vanderbilt kicks a late field goal, you know, something like that. And a reminder, if it's 42 to three, that's a 39 point spread. It would be a push. But in, in these rules, they would both get a win. If it's right on 39, they both get a win. That's just my rule. And if you don't like it, I don't care. It's my rule. Uh, Georgia. Coming off that win over Arkansas, win is putting it mildly. I was, I was smoking wings at the time, Greg. I wasn't even, I hadn't even flipped the first batch when it was twenty-one to nothing. Georgia beats uh, Arkansas thirty-seven zip there in Athens. They go to Auburn this weekend. This is a CBS game at two thirty. The uh, Bulldogs giving fourteen and a half points to Auburn uh, on the plains. Campbell, what do you think? Um, well, I'm going to go with Georgia. I always, I never pick Auburn. It's always worked for me, I feel like, for the most part. And um, we have family that are Georgia fans. My Aunt Nancy is a Georgia fan. She texted me last weekend um, telling me that she would only say go Hogs for Carolyn and I, which obviously didn't do much for us. But um, I'll go with Georgia. All right, Greg uh, Campbell. I think smartly laying the 14 and a half on the planes. What do you think? Well, I think she's onto something. I know that she does not like that Auburn uh, school trip. So with that being said, uh, uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, I, I, if I visited Auburn, I probably wouldn't like the school trip either. So uh, I'm going to go with that angle too. All right. We're going to step out of the SEC for a minute. Actually, actually, yeah, yeah. we're going to step out of the SEC for a minute. Penn State and Iowa, this game, a three o'clock game. You can see it on Fox. Penn State ranked number four in the country. Iowa ranked number three in the country. This game in uh, Iowa City. And the Hawkeyes, Greg, are giving three points to the Penn State Nittany Lions. Big game for uh, national playoff ramifications and such. What do you think? I'm going to go with the Iowa Hawkeyes. I mean, you know, like uh, you've got the helmet back there. Is the white jersey on order? Uh, Not yet, but I have found a couple of white jerseys, (laughs) so it's coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, I like Iowa. I think it should be a really good game. I mean, I know Penn State had a bit, big win early, you know, on and kind of set their season straight. But uh, I just think Iowa's a more disciplined, better team. And plus, the waving to the Children's Hospital is just so inspiring to where uh, if it's a 10 to, uh, if it's a 10-13 game, I like Iowa's chances a lot. All right, Campbell, he's taking Iowa, laying the three points. What do you think? Well, I know you're a big Iowa fan, and maybe Carson will go there one day. Um, so I'll go with Iowa. How cool would that be if Carson went to Iowa and I had an excuse to start going to Hawkeye games? I mean, can life get better than that? I could just walk into the stadium every week and say, is this heaven? And someone could look at me and go, no, it's Iowa. And it would be perfect every single week. It would never get old. All right, uh, another game in the uh, 3 o'clock window that's going to suck. I'm just going to tell you, if you're watching this game instead of Penn State, Iowa, you, you're way too loyal to the whole SEC thing, and you, you need to branch out. North Texas. I've got, we, I've got, uh, I've got a uh, sponsor thing going right here. All right. This is, uh, 
half gallon of Grey Goose game. This is the we're gonna call this the every stinker game is gonna be called the half gallon of Grey Goose game. All right, this is the half gallon of Grey Goose game here, and I don't know that a half gallon's enough. Uh, North Texas is a twenty and a half point underdog at Missouri. This game at three p.m. on the SEC Network. Campbell, what do you think? Um. Well, I don't, I don't know anything about either of these teams other than Good. you said Missouri has the worst defense. So the wor- I'll go with worst, North- It's the worst run defense I've seen in a long time. And I, I don't want to – And you picked them last week too. And I don't want Ole Miss people to be offended here, but I covered some bad Ole Miss run defenses back in the – I mean, they were bad. I mean, it just, let's, let's all just be honest with ourselves. And it was really bad, and this one's worse. So, anyway, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Well, I'll go with I'll go with North Texas, I guess. <laughs> All right, she's going to take North Texas in the twenty and a half points. Greg, what do you think? Does she get an automatic victory if she knows the mascot for the North Texas? Yeah. Oh, we could. Well, do- I, I I don't unfortunately. Take a stab. Just take a stab. You don't lose anything here. It's a free shot. I have no, I have absolutely no guess. I don't even know. It's the Mean Green. They are one of like nine schools that, that don't that don't end in S. They're one, they're they're in that trivia question. Yeah, just a color, the mean green. They used to be in the Southland Conference when I was growing up in Ruston, and they play tech all the time. So I knew this one. It was North Texas and Texas Arlington and Lamar and all those schools. Was it necessary roughness uh, filmed at Tex, uh, at that at, at North Texas? It seems like it was. But she played – Kathy Ireland was the kicker, and that was right. Texas State, right? Manu Manu was the center. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Back into the SEC here. I'm going to go with North Texas just because I just said Manu oh, Manu. Manu. I'm going to go with North Texas too. Yeah, you're both taking uh, North Texas. Missouri, by the way, lost a starting cornerback yesterday in practice to a torn ACL. So just when you thought things couldn't get worse, worse for the Tigers, they did. Um, all right, LSU and Kentucky. This is the 6:30 SEC Network game. The Wildcats undefeated, going for their first 6-0 start, and I don't know when. I mean, I can't be, as long as I can remember. Uh, Kentucky 5-0 after beating Florida. They're going for 6-0. LSU comes to town as a three and a half point underdog. Greg, man, I would love to be in Lexington, Kentucky this Saturday. I could mm-hmm. go to uh, Keeneland. Just opened up Friday and Saturday. You can go to the races, go uh, hang out at the uh, the racetrack at Keeneland, and then turn around and go to this uh, wonderful game against LSU and Kentucky at six thirty. It would that would be a perfect day for me. Uh, with that being said, I like Kentucky. I think they've uh, you know it's uh, their I think their time was coming. You know they uh, had a um, rough year last year, and they you know a lot of people expected them to, to do better. But I think that. Um, you know, I like it a lot. I'm going to go Kentucky for, for a guarantee winner. Oh, it's a guarantee winner. All right. Yeah. Campbell, he's got Kentucky um, laying the three and a half points against LSU. What do you think? I'm going to agree with him. I know Kentucky's been really good, and we have family, so I can do. take that angle. Um, I think – what is it my second cousin? Second cousin went to Kentucky. That's right, yeah. So, you know, maybe that will be a new angle for me. Okay, that's uh, that's a good one. I, I like Kentucky here. I think this is a really good pick. That's uh, a and it will be a wild day in Lexington. That will be a there will be some serious bourbon consumed in uh, in Lexington, Kentucky on Saturday. 
All right. Um, one more game before we get to the big one uh, here in Oxford. Alabama heads to uh, Texas A&M. The uh, Aggies coming off a loss to Mississippi State at home. They get Alabama in town. Alabama, of course, coming off of a uh, three-touchdown win over Ole Miss and Tuscaloosa. This game's a 7 o'clock game. You can see it on CBS. Uh, Alabama is 17-and-a-half-point favorite, Campbell. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama for this one. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Greg? Uh, I'm also going to go with Alabama. I mean, it's just uh, if Texas A&M had showed me anything against uh, – Arkansas, I would consider it, and they really didn't show me anything against Mississippi State. And uh, you know, to be a ten-point favorite and lose like they the way they did to Mississippi State is, uh, you know, it's uh, it's bad for business. But uh, uh, I heard Ross Bjork's very proud of the twelfth uh, man family that you know gets to show up every year. I mean, every game and watch their team lose to Mississippi State. So I'm pretty sure he's real proud of that. But uh, you know, Jimbo Fisher's going to get paid regardless. Yeah. So, um, you know, with that being said, uh, I, I think Alabama's going to probably run them out of the stadium out, out of, in the first first half. All right, so you're both laying the 17-and-a-half uh, on Alabama against Texas A&M. All right, the, uh, the big game in Oxford, the big game for both of you. Uh, Arkansas coming off of that loss to Georgia. They come to Oxford to play Ole Miss, which is coming off a, a similar type of loss. Not quite as bad, but it was similar. Uh, to Alabama, this this game begins at 11 a.m. You can see it on ESPN. I know Campbell, uh, you're not making the trip. You've got Kyo obligations this week. But what's the what's the mood on campus uh, there at Arkansas? Is it is it kind of sobered a little bit after the the beatdown in Athens? I think so. I'm kind of sad that I can't come to the Ole Miss game, but um, and I think Caroline's pretty disappointed too. We have Kyo um obligations this week but I know a ton of other people are going and some people are even driving through the night on Friday to get there in time for the game on Saturday but I'll obviously be picking Arkansas I think we'll win we won last year and it was the most fun game I went to all year obviously because I was really excited we beat Ole Miss but um yeah everyone's excited here all right, before we get to Greg. Should we call this the, should we call this the beef tenderloin game? <laughs> we could. This is the beef tenderloin <laughs> game. All right, what makes so, uh, so what's going to happen is whenever Ole Miss beats Arkansas and covers the spread, <laughs> our, our good friend Campbell has to eat beef tenderloin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate beef tenderloin. I don't know why, really, but I, I don't like it. It, it's nonsensical because you love filet, which is the exact same. <laughs> but if you tell if you tell me it's beef tenderloin, I won't like it. Well, okay. I, I, so we'll tell you, hey, this is a filet. Um, <laughs> because it would be a filet. Um, all right, what Campbell, I'm curious, what makes you so confident that uh, Arkansas is going to going to win in, in Oxford? Is there something strategically or schematically that you're sort no. of No. Well, obviously I wouldn't pick Ole Miss over Arkansas and I just, you know, we won last year and I just feel like we can pull through to beat Ole Miss. All right, Greg, what do you think? I know you're going to probably pick Ole Miss. What are you looking for schematically in this game? What do you what do you kind of what's the, some of the keys you're looking for early to make you feel good about your pick? 
Uh, I mean, you know, the tempo of the offense, you know, the, uh, those slant, using those slant routes and uh, running the ball and uh, moving that, you know, um, just, you know, the offense getting back, clicking on all cylinders. And, you know, I know that that defensive line from Alabama and that defensive line from Arkansas, probably two different situations. So hopefully, you know, some good protection from the line and uh, some, you know, running room and, uh, you know, maybe a deep ball, you know, but uh, if the offense is clicking and it just, you know, cancels out the game that they happened last week, I think they should be right fine. Yeah, I'm watching. I think you just nailed it, what I want to see. I want to see how Ole Miss's offensive line handles Arkansas's three-man front. If they can handle them, I think everything else opens up. If if they struggle, and Trey Williams, 55 for Arkansas, is a great player. If they struggle with protecting with the, against a three-man front, other things are going to fall apart, and that's that's kind of what I'm watching to see. And then on the other side, I, I know Ole Miss – wants to play that 5-6 DB alignment of theirs. And I, I, I want to see whether Arkansas can force them out of that. Because, you know, if, if Arkansas can, can force them out of that, it frees up some other things. If Arkansas can't run against that alignment, well, then you, you got to really like Ole Miss's chances. So, to me, it's like most football games, it's a line of scrimmage game. It's who can control the, the line of scrimmage early and sort of set the tone. But it should be a really fun game. I know both fan bases are um, kind of licking their wounds a little bit, but I'm telling you, you you both played the two best teams in the country last week, and you can almost throw that out. You're you're not Georgia and, and Alabama are playing on completely different levels than than everybody else in the SEC and frankly the country right now. So it should be a fun one in Oxford again. Arkansas and Ole Miss, 11 a.m. ESPN. Uh, if if you're not going to vault Hemingway. And if you are going to Vaught Hemingway or if you're in Oxford and you're not, make sure that you stop at LB's on Friday and then they'll be open again at 2 o'clock on Saturday. I tell people this all the time. No matter what it is you're looking for, beef, pork, uh, poultry, fish, the house-made sausages are absolutely fantastic. The wings, everything they've got, it's great. On the left side, they've got the frozen section. Everything's $2 off. Stuffed jalapenos, stuffed mushrooms, it's all there. You can't go wrong at LB. So, Greg, one more time, tell the people how they can get in touch with you if they're coming up and they want to make an order or, or whatever. Yeah, just always call the store, 662-259-2999. You know, just uh, give us what, give us an idea of what you're looking for and what you want, and uh, just give us a time. Say you want to pick it up at 2.30 on Saturday. We'll have that order ready for you. That way you don't have to pick out certain things. But if you're not familiar with it, with LB's, just call. You know, I have no problem with telling you everything that we have in the store because we've got a lot. Like Neil was saying, you know, we've got some awesome chicken wings, some chicken breasts. Uh, we've got some fresh seafood coming. Uh, we uh, just made some more boudin. We're actually uh, in the in the process of making a turducken boudin. So, like, I don't know if you've had a turducken before. Which is a uh, we're going to try to make a turducken sausage that's going to have duck, uh, turkey, uh, uh, pork, and uh, chicken. So trying to going to try to do something like that. Just uh, just got done putting a bunch of sausage on the smoker, so we'll have plenty of sausage ready for uh, for a tailgate for an appetizer if you need to take something to grow. But always call the store; we'll get you taken care of. All right. Uh- Good luck to both of you guys on your picks this weekend. Again, thanks to everyone for making us a part of your week. Be careful with driving to and from Oxford or wherever it is that you're going this weekend. And we look forward to visiting with you again next week for another edition of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. For Greg Jones, for Campbell McCready, I'm Neil McCready. Have a great weekend. Take care. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.